podcast of the unofficial movies of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name is Giveaway Justin. And I am Contest Entry Andy. And if you love comics, if you love movies, or even if you just love... Comeuppets. <laughs> then this show is for you. <laughs> Did you say Muppets? No, no, no. Comeuppets. Oh, Comeuppets. <laughs> I thought you said Muppets. Uh, Muppets are good too, though. I was just going to go with it. That's Yeah. Great. Sometimes Muppets get Comeuppets. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, if you haven't heard, we're doing a... A prize giveaway um, is your chance to get some comeuppance. And um, <laughs> basically from now until uh, October 31st is the deadline. Halloween. Halloween. The day of the dead. Uh, oh. You can... Is um, it? I, I don't know that for a fact. <laughs> so I'll, I'll get back to you on that. That's okay. um, <laughs> a different conversation. Uh, yep. But basically until October 31st, uh, you can enter for your chance to win an episode all about you. <gasps> That's right. We would basically just do one of these episodes and it would be about your life. And you would wow. be able to, uh, to tell us a little bit about what you want it to be about. But um, uh, So we would turn a listener into their own superhero and make an episode all about them, Justin? Oh, and don't forget, Andy, it's not just, huh? it's not just their own superhero. It's, it's a Marvel Cinematic Universe superhero. Canon! We, we fit them in the canon somehow, okay? <laughs> That's right. That's right. It, this is your chance to become a part of MC Who uh, and MCU, I, I guess. I mean, they're not releasing any movies anytime soon, so we might as well just it's very throw true. everything in there. So uh, if you... Um, if you are interested in doing that, you need to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, and then send us uh, pictures or screenshots of those three things with your name in it. Uh, email us at mcwhopodcast at gmail.com. Um, all the details for that will be linked uh, in this episode, so you can find it. Uh, and Justin, is that is that all they have to do? That seems so simple, though. It's, like it that is like, so easy. It seems like it's maybe a minute of their time for the wow. chance at glory in the MC Who. Yeah, it seems like a weird glory. payoff, but that's come up for you, Andy. That is come up for you. That's how it works. I that's asked, how I define it. <laughs> I asked the Muppets, and they told me. Um, <laughs> Well, uh, speaking of Muppets, we got a real awesome person <laughs> today. <laughs> Very good. Very good. That's good. I'm, I'm working on my segues. Keep um, on working. <laughs> so we have our friend Brandis Outlaw on today. Hi, Brandis. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm real good. Candace, do you uh do you like the Muppets? Uh when I was little, yeah. <laughs> oh. The rational that's the rational uh, answer. Um Well, how about uh how about superheroes? Do you like superheroes, Brandis? I do love superheroes. I don't like them, I love them. So. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's <laughs> I will uh I'm gonna go ahead and redact that statement then. Um <laughs> Fantastic. So, Brandis, uh, talk a little bit about yourself real quick, just about who you are uh, as a person, if you had to sum yourself up in a quick summary. <laughs> oh, man. Um, on, on the spot. <laughs> uh, chill, I guess. 
if I had that's, to say, um, that's perfect. I went from a I went from a summary to one word. <laughs> that's good. Um, I mean, another word against those summaries. Yeah. Yeah, I would just say chill. Um, I, I mean, from my work life to my theater life to whatever else I'm into, it's just like I take it as take it as it comes. You know, like I do a lot of different things and I'm friends with a lot of people I guess so all right I don't know yeah let's go with it I'll be expecting <laughs> many name drops in this episode <laughs> yeah um so Brandis have you ever read a comic book I have actually um I have read comic books yes <laughs> okay do you like do you currently read them or like just in the past like the Muppets, you left them behind, or uh, <laughs> do you? Oh, man. Um, so my dad used to have them, and he would read them. Um, it was only till like I would go through some of his old stuff, and I'm like, oh man, my dad read comics. Like that's cool. Like he's a cool dad. Um, but I never <laughs> yes. like picked them up. I just would look at the cover. So it always it was always like the Amazing Spider-Man, uh, or whatever, and. Um, he even had like a coloring book of the Amazing Spider-Man. That was pretty awesome. Nice. Um, but I never really like got off into like a story until I'm one of those type of fans. Like I didn't really get into Marvel until I saw the movies. Yeah. And at the time, like I was really obsessed with Tom Hiddleston who played Loki. And so then I was just like, oh man. So I started with Loki comics and then, uh, then I went to, and I didn't really pay attention to the storyline. I just thought like, oh, pick it up one and done and then move on. Um, and then I went to Black Panther. So Black Panther is where I've like currently stayed at. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So yeah, I've read comic books. Yeah. Awesome. And right, yeah, like you... right now I'm like not, I, since uh, Chadwick Boseman passed, like I just haven't had the urge to go i was in the middle of reading like um i think it's the intergalactic yeah um, the one series Tana Coates. yeah that's yeah. the yeah fantastic mm -hmm. awesome well yeah you definitely know your stuff that's really cool <laughs> um and you know just i mean i don't think you need to count yourself off at all for uh getting into it when the movies came out i mean i think that's 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 the majority that's my story too of fans. yeah i <laughs> think awesome. um that's, I mean, whether you found it through the movies or, you know, earlier in life or whatever, it's, uh, you know, we all love, we all love Marvel. Um, yeah. So do you have a favorite superhero villain character in that Marvel universe? Um, <laughs> I always, oh man, I really do. Um, she's like a minor character and it's Madam Slay. Um she is I actually did my first cosplay ever in the history of Brandis Outlaw uh this past summer uh because or uh, earlier this summer sorry and I I was just like just so obsessed with her because I love Killmonger even yeah. like in before the movie I even I was like oh my gosh he's so ruthless and he doesn't give a shit about anything so yeah I love that um so then I found like oh uh there was somebody that had a meme saying like did you know that there's this character named Madam Slay and of course like everybody associates like Slay with 
Beyonce and stuff like that. And that's cool. Sure. But I'm like, what? You mean like slay was something like before? Like that was like a word back then. You know, whatever. <laughs> so, okay, I'm going to get into it. And so then I just started like looking her up and, um, I, and then at that time, I didn't even know that there was such thing as like a Marvel Wikipedia. Yeah. So I got into this huge rabbit hole of like her backstory, his backstory, everybody in that of Wakanda's story. So uh, yeah, I love her. I admire her, uh, even though she was like in, I think, two issues. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just like should really I don't care. Yeah, yeah, I would be totally interested in seeing her in I mean, I guess there was some, I heard some, like, you know, theories that she was the semi-spoilers for Black Panther, the movie. Uh, uh, she was, like, the girlfriend that Killmonger killed in that one scene. But oh, I'm like, come on. Oh, oh, yeah. I even heard that, too, because it, well, actually, not even heard it. I saw it in the movie, like, watching Black Panther, and I was just like, is that her? I don't think that's her. <laughs> Yeah, it just it shouldn't be her. Like she's just so uh. Like Madam Slay would never do that. Like, right. like, but like, yeah, no, she like. Thank God that like that wasn't her, um, because she's like all in. She never can, can comes to America. Yeah, but I mean, of course, like the cinematic universe and the comic book universe are so different so i would love to see her as like a villain up against uh like shuri if they do yeah um, uh if if you know unsure of what's happening there of course and right. and there's plenty of time to have that conversation later but mm -hmm. um that'd be that'd be a cool thing i'd, I'd like to see that um okay well let's jump into this uh so brandis why don't you mm -hmm. go ahead and Roll me a D20 on your phone. <laughs> okay. Here you go. MC Who of the 21st century. I got, I got a 28. What? Well, hang on a second. Wait, was that not supposed to happen? Well, uh, so I think you... Let me see your phone real quick. <laughs> Did I turn it wrong? Oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Um, so if you're just rolling two die instead of one, so um, hit, hit hit the blue roll again, and okay. then uh, just take the number on the left, whatever number that okay. is. Okay, two. A two. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I'm gonna screen share with you guys, and Brandis, I will have Hi. you go ahead and read off who number two is. Spectrum. Spectrum. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. Andy, first yeah. thought. Spectrum. Uh, any any so thoughts? I, yeah, I think Spectrum is um, like an anti-hero sort of individual uh, whose main power is uh, shitty cable service. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so they kind of like try to take over the world by making people complain and then have them wait forever on uh hold uh, okay. so that's kind of where, where yeah. i think this story is gonna go is that is that okay hang on is that a regionally funny joke because i, I think it like, might be wait i know we have at least one listener in germany and i don't know well, if atten attention that. germany in the midwest <laughs> we have a shitty cable service called spectrum there we go thank you oh, oh man uh brandis first thoughts on spectrum do you know who that is by, by chance no i don't oh okay well <laughs> um, great so go ahead 
Um, well, I was gonna say something about the shitty cable service, but <laughs> Andy already got that. One. So um, no, I'm just gonna go with like a what I would envision Marvel would have this person. So I'm thinking of like Silver Surfer looking dude. Ooh. Like it looks like they're in like an amorph like bodysuit, and they have like prism like powers. Like so sure. if like all off the head and so yeah. whenever they're like gonna attack somebody it's like in the form of like a rainbow prism Yo, and, yeah yeah you're you're not too far off actually oh, wow. um <laughs> uh, spectrum she has like intense light powers like i think it's photon i you know we'll look it up but um uh she is in- immensely powerful um and the best part is that she's one of the characters i mean she's one of these like rare ones on the list who actually has already been introduced in the MCU. Um, I don't know if either of you saw the movie Captain Marvel. I know Andy has. Mm-mm. No, Brandis? Okay. Mm-mm. So uh, we'll, we'll kind of fill you in on that in the break here. But um, but yeah, so Monica, Monica Rambeau, um, for those of you who have seen Captain Marvel, um, you would recognize her as the adorable girl who, uh, who helps, um, uh, what's her name? Carol. Um, Carol Danvers throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, her mother, uh, Maria Mo- Moira. Mo- I think Maria. so. It's uh, Maria. Yeah, Maria Rambo is Carol's best friend, right? The other fire pi- fighter pilot. Um, so anyway, she grows up and becomes a badass superhero, and that's the story that we're going to give you today. So we're going to take a quick break and uh, educate ourselves a little more on Spectrum, uh, not the cable service. <laughs> Um, and we'll be back quicker than Spectrum would put you on hold nice and we're back yay All right, we got some some cool stuff on Spectrum. Uh, we're gonna do a. We're gonna try to do a one minute rundown here, just to keep it short. So mm-hmm. Andy, I'm, you're on, I'm time. on the clock. Yes. Okay. All right. And one, and two, and go. Spectrum, aka Monica Rambeau, first appearance in the Amazing Spider-Man Annual number sixteen uh, back in October nineteen eighty-two, um, and that appearance was actually uh, under the name of Captain Marvel. That's right. Mm. She actually had the name Captain Marvel. Um, to begin with, and then she moved, she changed her name to Photon, and then she changed her name to Pulsar, and then she changed her <laughs> name to Spectrum, which is what Sometimes we're you gotta now. test things out. Yeah, you know, try different names. Um, but 30 seconds. See. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> she gets her powers from what? Uh, from the Cree. <laughs> from, <laughs> shit, I lost it. Um, 20 she, seconds. <laughs> she's from New Orleans. She gets her powers from a dangerous uh, extra dimensional energy. Basically, she's got like she's she's got similar powers to Captain Marvel where she can absorb energy, but the difference is she can actually become energy as well in the form of of light, of photons, of energy. Time. That does I, I suck. I'm really out of practice with these. <laughs> um Hey, thanks you for covered the there. basics. Thanks for jumping in there and saving me, Brandis. <laughs> well, you kept going, so I was like, "He's gonna get it." Like, <laughs> just, I, you know, I, I, it's I, well, I just ramble when I, <laughs> I can't think of anything to say. And then when you panicked, I panicked, and so then I was just like, uh, "I know, I saw you." Like, okay, <laughs> it's all okay. good. 
So let me just to be clear on that. So uh, Monica was trying to prevent the creation of a dangerous weapon, but then was exposed to extra dimensional energy. Oof. Uh, and as a result, she uh, was able, she's there now able to convert her body into energy. So it's all clear, sorts of energy. Yeah. Yeah. All sorts of energy. Um, Light, and clear, energy waves, microwaves. Micro? Oh, no, yeah, I saw right. it. It was in microwaves. Wikipedia. It said no, microwaves. Right. microwaves. I forgot that's an actual thing. So <laughs> let's go ahead and get a little disclaimer going here. Uh-huh. I can speak for myself. I don't know about the two of you. I am horrible at science. So um, when it comes, I mean, so those of you who've listened to these episodes before, you, you know how sucky I am when it comes to the scientific stuff. I try, try <laughs> to glaze over that as best as possible. Um, but yeah, I, I, maybe these two will be better at it than me. Um, We'll see. But her powers, yeah, her powers include um, uh, being able to transform herself into different kinds of energy. Um, She turns invisible and intangible when she's in these energy forms. Um, Except when she is uh, visible light. Sure, (laughs) sure. Because that's visible. Right. (laughs) That's smart. (laughs) I like that exception. Um, She's invisible light. (laughs) It's so bright in here, but I can't see a thing. She uh, she's capable of flight in every uh, every one of her energy forms, um, and she can go into light speed in those moments. Um, she also has the ability to project energy from her body, Captain Marvel style, in like blasts. Um, she can mentally control different types of energy that she emits. So she's just like literally like a like a battery. She's a human battery that can absorb and she can recharge and then she just can power things up or blast things or she can create holographic illusions with her light. Um, Mm -hmm. So just, she's pretty awesome. And technically she's immortal as well. (laughs) Uh, She won't age um, Mm -hmm. past her prime, it says, which is just their way of saying uh, it's the, it's the Jesus rule basically. Like, you hit that 33 You have to age. die at 33. <laughs> well, you hit that 33 age and that's where you stay. I don't know yeah. if you realize that in comic books, but I mean, like Peter Parker has been in his early 30s for forever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway. Okay. Well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get the biggest thing out of the way here, discussion wise. So mm-hmm. as I mentioned before the break, um, Monica has already been seen in the MCU um, in the movie Captain Marvel. We saw her, uh, kind of her childhood. Um, but then also, I forgot this until we were on the break, but um, in the most recent, uh, the only uh, WandaVision trailer, uh, that's uh, Disney Plus, um, new show coming out early next year, I think, or something like that. Is it later this year? Who knows? I can't keep track of when these dates are moving. Stuff. Yeah. But we see her in that trailer. She seems to be blasting out of the sky and landing somehow. And yeah, so she's she's going to be in that show somehow. So maybe we have to kind of inter- in- intertwine that into that show. Eh. Um, it, it, that, my, that show also seems like it's living in a strange sort of reality. So I well, don't know. And that's, the, that's the thing, though, is that energy breaks through those planes, right? Mm-hmm. So So my immediate thought here. And you guys tell me what you think about this. But my immediate thought is that we pick up the movie with her from like the actress from Captain Marvel, the little girl. And basically we like follow her life uh, and she gets her powers and then stuff happens, yada, yada, yada. By the end of the movie, 
Um, she maybe some kind of sacrificial act, that kind of thing, you know, turns herself fully into energy and then like does something to save it. And she's blasted into tons of energy particles. Right. But then she like somehow puts herself back together and like the next time we see her is in WandaVision um, blasting out of the sky and she's just come to some reality basically that some alternate you know whatever and that's the first time we see her without knowing anything about <laughs> WandaVision I think that's kind of a cool uh, a place to get to I don't know what do you guys think I like it. it okay great yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good idea Justin yeah let's go with it plus it already it gives us our ending already so we can just yeah. work towards that now <laughs> You know, that's kind of a thing that I've started liking more and more, <laughs> just knowing the end where we're ending so I can just fill in the gaps. Um, mm -hmm. We could always change it if we, if we get through this and we're like, you know what? I think this is how it should end. Um, yeah. So let's talk villains. Hmm. Um, I have a particular um, uh, interest in Moonstone. Um, let me go ahead and read our audience just a little bit about the moon stone um is that the one that uh evolves um chancy <laughs> is that what that is oh no <laughs> crossover oh uh, that's too good now we gotta have we gotta have a chancy reference in this movie um so okay no it's not andy thanks for asking oh, okay um, yeah, you bet. Moonstone. I mean, yes, it is technically, but no, not in this. <laughs> <laughs> Moonstone is uh, her name is Carla Sofen. Sofen. Um, she is. Um, she's just a real, a real baddie. Um, she's got a PhD, so know that she's a world-renowned psychiatrist. And she's got a, as Marvel database Wikipedia puts it, a nasty craving for power and control. So she's a nasty woman. Mm -hmm. So Trump would hate her. Um, <laughs> which almost makes me want to have just her be a hero now. Anyway, go yeah. ahead, Andy. Well, I was just going to add, you said she was like a, a world-renowned psychiatrist. Is that correct? Or psychologist? That's psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. Can you name in our real world uh, a psychiatrist? <laughs> no. Okay. Mm -mm. I was just curious. Um, maybe, maybe she helped some of the Avenger people, and that's what made her be famous. That's yeah. true. I think she yeah, probably had like idea. a big, she had like a big court case or something. Ooh, that kind and of... then that's, and then that's like how she, she like manipulates them at, at when she's a villain. Cause she knows all their like uh, traumatic secrets and things that like is that. A... One of them could have been Captain Marvel. Yeah. And then that's yep. how you get. I love that. That's you, yeah. That's how you get Spectrum in, involved that's, in it. That's exactly how we're going to do it. You just killed it. I love it. Um, so uh, basically just so you know, Moonstone, she, uh, she uses hallucinogens to persuade nice. the original oh. Moonstone, Lloyd Bach, Bloch, <laughs> into giving her the Moonstone, a Cree device of immense power. So, uh, so there can, is a Moonstone. We can fudge that. Yeah, there is a Moonstone. I think it like it's embedded in her uh, like forehead vision style. Um, okay. But, uh, but yes. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know. It's in her chest. It's in her chest. That's right. Okay. Um, anyway, point is, she's kind of like the anti-Ms. Marvel. Um, so I love the idea that she is a, she's a therapist, right? She's, sorry, a psychiatrist. She's a world-renowned psychiatrist. She is uh, basically helping 
the Avengers post um, post snap. <laughs> post snap or post end uh, end game. Um, let's see. Hang on. Oh shit. You know what? Hang on. Also, yeah. How old is, is how old? Okay, wait. So Monica was yeah like a baby girl in the nineties, right? She was probably what like that eight was 95? or nine, maybe even early double sure, digits. Sure. That takes place in 95. So now she's, she could be a 30 year old woman after the snap, right? Or not 30, but thirties. Is that right? Did I do math right? Well, we'd also have to imagine that she doesn't get her powers until after end game or else where was she? Right, right. No, no, I totally agree with that. Um, so yes, I say post end game, Monica Rambeau is an adult mm-hmm. living in the world let's say she got cool snapped. good let's good start see. well you know she could be living in space or something that's true that's true that happens these days um so how are we going to get the kree involved in this because obviously uh um well not obviously i guess if you haven't seen captain marvel or wait no it's which one is it mm-hmm. far from home where we see nick fury on the mm-hmm. uh scroll spaceship mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. sorry brandis if, if this is <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. You're totally fine. So, so the scroll and the Kree are, for anybody who doesn't know out there, they're aliens. Um, the scroll are shapeshifters, and in the comics, the scroll are typically personified as the the really like evil ones, and the Kree are uh, the the blue skinned people. The scroll scroll are green, Kree are blue. Um, the Kree we've seen in Captain Marvel, we've seen in uh, Agents of Shield, the the TV show. Um, but they, um, they're typically seen in the comics, at least like the older comics as being more of like the, they're a militaristic society, but they are ultimately like heroic. Um, but the movies kind of flip that on its head a bit, making the Kree a little more aggressive and the scroll a little more as refugees, um, running from them. That's not to say that all, all scroll are good and all Kree are bad, of course. It's a war and there's lots going on. But So I'm interested in seeing how we can get the Kree involved because the Kree fuels both Monica's powers and Moonstone's powers. Um, Andy? Well, I would suspect maybe at this point, you know, if, if maybe far from home while that is happening monica is somewhere getting her powers or 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 even she doesn't have them yet but she's been contacted by captain marvel since they have a past relationship and maybe she's somehow worked her way up the ranks to like be a scroll uh protector or ambassador in some way and then there is some sort of uh like kree attack and she has to do something in order to stop that and that like Whatever that is, whatever that event is, is how she gets her powers. Totally. I think you just cracked something open for me, actually. So, okay, Nick Fury is a big part of Captain Marvel. He goes to their house. They all have dinner together. He knows Monica Rambeau. He's keeping his eye on her. He knows that she's got potential. He knows who her mama is. Um, And so I think she grows up young age, goes through S.H.I.E.L.D. Academy, we see her, I think we see flashbacks of her like in S.H.I.E.L.D. like when Winter Soldier was happening and like she's like fighting Hydra agents and all that kind of crap. Yes. And she's just like a, a badass S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, right? 
But then mm-hmm. he, but then I think he comes to her specifically and, and asks her to join him with sword, right? Which yes. is kind of what we're seeing happen. Now we have done a sword, a sword movie with uh, Abigail Brand and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this isn't quite that, I suppose. But uh, but yeah, so we have um, he hand he hand selects Monica to join him. So she's on that spacecraft with him at the end of Far From Home. Um, which basically means she was in space during <laughs> during Endgame, right? <laughs> was that where he was? We don't really know those answers yet, I suppose. But um, we don't. Yeah, we can't be sure. Because Nick Fury was not was not there in Endgame. Oh, because I mean, he, he was no, there. He gets dusted. He gets dusted. He, well, he goes to the funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. He does. So I um, think that's real life Nick Fury. That's real Nick Fury. But anyway, then he goes then back after to that, the spaceship. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. So we but maybe Monica wasn't in space. Just because Nick was on Earth doesn't mean Nick Fury, sorry. Um, <laughs> Director Fury. Director um, Fury. Just because uh, he was on Earth doesn't mean that she's not up in the space station. Sure. Right. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. So, in fact, let's say that's, that's where this... So, okay, I think our intro, you know, pre-title screen is maybe... We see little Monica um, watching Carol fly off to go save the world or whatever. And then mm. we have like a conversation with her and her mom um, and basically just about being a hero and being like cool like Aunt Carol. And then, mm-hmm. and then boom, title credits. And then now we jump way forward in time and she's in space. Nick Fury's not there. She's the commander of the spaceship. What's up? Well, and I think we we also have the opportunity because Captain Marvel is like in the beginning of Endgame and then comes in at the end of Endgame, there's that whole window where she is kind of flying around in space where she could potentially kind of intersect into this movie as well if we wanted right. her to have a cameo. Mm. And we've and we've done that. Uh, we've done some Captain Marvel cameos in previous MC Who episodes. With, I know we did it with Marvel Boy and we did it with, I think... Um, was it Ms. Marvel we did it with? Or... The whole Marvel family. Yeah, yeah literally, I think every Mar- blue Marvel I think we might have done it with too. So um, she's, she's, always, she's got that huge gap of time that she's just kind of going around and doing cool space stuff. Um, so yeah, all her marvelous is, friends. This, this could definitely be, a, there's an opportunity for her to become a, a, like a, some sort of cameo or something like that. Um, but okay, so let's focus on Spectrum. So they're in space. She's with the scrolls, right? So of course, mm-hmm. who comes to attack them? The Kree. Um, Captain Marvel has been trying her best to secure space and to like, uh, you know, keep the war from breaking out. But I think mm-hmm. maybe things have, you know, the barricade has fallen and uh, and the Kree have found their ship. And then we're just thrown right into the midst of it, right? Right into the space mm-hmm. battle, a la Star Trek. Uh, the, the the newer movie <laughs> where we have where we have Chris Hemsworth as uh, as Captain Kirk. Um, Another uh, Chris, right? There were two there were two Chris Kirks in that movie. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so yeah, we're just like space battle, boom, boom, boom. She maybe um, I don't know somehow, I guess gets captured. Mm. Yes. 
She gets, or, or no, maybe she takes, no, I shouldn't get captured. She, she and a small team of, of, so we're like in the mid, like there's, you know, Star Wars-esque battle, blasts going back and forth through these ships. Um, she takes a small like crew incognito and goes onto the enemy ship and she's trying to destroy their mega cannon or whatever and like big, big energy blaster thing. Like Star and, Wars. Like Star Wars, <laughs> literally. <laughs> That's only like um, two meters wide. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, and, you know, her whole team gets killed, I guess. And then. Ooh, she, wow, Justin. Um, wow. Hey, listen, we don't have time for this. This is just <laughs> opening stuff. Uh, and then, I don't have time for pity. Um, Brutal. Um, and she absorbs the blast, very similar to how Captain Marvel did, right? right. With that, mm-hmm. that blast going into her. Um, so this happens to her, except she, I think she becomes energy, right? So then, have you guys seen Watchmen? Um, either the show or the movie? Or the, the comics? Movie. A long time ago. Sure, sure. Well, there's a character called Dr. Manhattan, who um, he's basically The blue like, guy. He's, yeah, he's the blue guy. And he, he's destroyed... Uh, and then he starts piecing himself back together little by little. So I'm kind of envisioning something like that for her, where mm. um, she she's destroyed. They think her dead. The whole spaceship is lost, right? The starship is just is destroyed. Um, that one specifically, of course, there are others. So then we have Nick Fury, like you know, basically having to break the news to. I never watched Captain Marvel. Did Wait. did Monica's mom survive? Maria? Did she she survived Captain Marvel, right? Yeah. Okay. I kind of had a thought though. Like, what if like during the team getting <laughs> instantly killed? Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> it's a dis- it's a it's a disintegrate phase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she's like doing this like sacrifice to to blow this thing up. But like the people on that ship that she just left knew something was wrong because all of a sudden like she was powering that ship because something happened like it got blasted so she had to like her last power or like she was maintaining of keeping that ship afloat in space and then like once she sacrificed herself that ship is just now floating dead in space and so like all the whoever's left on that ship is like oh crap like something happened and then like they then that's when they see like this like energy particles like coming back together and they're like what could it be like you know yeah i love that i yeah and that i i even kind of love the idea too that they're like just dead in it dead in the water like floating in space and then all of a sudden it like the ship just starts up again somehow yeah. and they're like what's, yeah. what's happening what what's going yeah. on here captain and then they're like just flipping everything and <laughs> i love yeah. it yeah i love it great that, that's that's perfect so she she um she sacrifices herself to destroy the enemy ship, but in that blast, the uh, the scroll ship also kind of loses power. They're floating dead, and then she comes and, and saves them, and boom! Now she's got powers and oh, jumpstart, un- you know, uh, <laughs> uh, unknowing, unknowable things. And now we've got the you know the movie going. So that's kind of our act one is the space battle. She gets her powers. Um, we follow that up with what? With uh, back on Earth. Meanwhile. Mm-hmm. We have Carla. Oh yeah, we need to see our villain. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, and Carla is, uh, you know, we, we see on her wall behind her as she's giving a session for, I don't know what. Uh, maybe it's like <laughs> world-renowned psychiatrist cures the Hulk. 
Yeah, maybe she's maybe like a that's framed why newspaper. That's why she's world renowned because she's the one who worked with Bruce to like yeah. get him to to kind Calm of down. Uh, come together with his Hulk side. And there's like a photograph of them, of them like her shaking hand, like shaking like one of his fingers or something. Like yes. a yeah. finger. <laughs> that's so good. Um, so I think at the moment she's talking to like. Um, I don't know. Somebody funny. Um, Ant-Man. Uh, yeah, I know. The, it's always no. our go-to. Oh, I got it. The woman who was at the end of, um, what was that? It was Avengers. But, like, she was, like, they were all running out of the building screaming. And, like, I guess she was one of the, like, unknown people that, like, looked back and saw, like, one of them flying in the air. And I guess they did an interview with her. It was, like, at the end of the movie. And she's like, I just want to say thank you. And I think she was trying to thank, like, Captain America or somebody. But, like, just yeah, her that's... face showing back up again. And people are like, what is she doing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> waitress? Yeah. That's oh, actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's actually uh, uh, Ashley Johnson, who is a, a very famous uh, voice actor. And um, and she's on a Critical Role, a D&D show that is pretty famous that I watch. But, uh, oh, okay. Anyway point is she yeah. is um so wait what are you saying about her she she's the one on the couch I just, no i was saying oh crap i don't i don't know what i was saying it was <laughs> it was something you were saying and like I like was she just, was interviewing and oh, i guess oh, i thought oh, that oh, it was gotcha. like a another like broadcast on tv oh. but you were talking about somebody on the couch uh, yeah so, yeah but, no, we're gonna work this character into. but yeah we're definitely that. working the we're definitely working ashley johnson's waitress <laughs> back into it uh this is good so so anyway whoever it is she's got like you know uh, oh you know who it is i think it's um um wonder man <laughs> She's got Simon Williams, Wonder Man, from our from our episode uh, that we did with Tosin. Um, uh, yes, Wonder Man. Yeah, I think she's got him on the couch, and he's like, Gee, nice doc, you really helped me out a lot, and then he, like, <laughs> leaves. Um, but yeah, so we kind of get a little bit of her backstory on the wall and whatnot, and then she gets a call, and um, it's, like, the Pentagon, and they're like, uh, or S.H.I.E.L.D. or whoever, and... Um, and they're like, Carla, we need you to come in on this. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and then we have her, and then we have her like at the, at the, uh, like the sword base or shield base or whatever it wants to be. Um, and she meets with Nick Fury and um, basically she is there, I think, to help. Um, because I, in my mind, Monica is probably having lots they they need to assess where her mind is at right because she's she's pure energy at this moment maybe she can't turn back into her like human form maybe she's all scrambling out so it's just like this voice uh so she's like in this like um almost like a like a capsule or something right like that but her voice is like radiating out of it and she's maybe like she you know her her mind is scattered and so they need mm-hmm. the world's best psychiatrist to help her put her mind back together and find who she is. So I think our I think our second act is just kind of the two of them getting to know each other, working together, and whatnot. And go ahead. As as we go through this, I just want to clarify my feelings on the matter that there should be world renowned psychiatrists <laughs> because their work is important. <laughs> Facts. Um, but yeah, so she like gets introduced to this jar of energy that she's. 
that it's her task to like speak to it and reassemble it into a human form is that what you're getting at <laughs> listen listen i love it a, i love it we have an hour to write these movies okay <laughs> they can't all be golden moments this is beautiful something along the lines of she they need her help to help monica um reestablish her persona who she is um and so it works right i think i think carla's work actually helps her but all the mm. while Carla is getting to understand more and more of the power. And I think Carla, her thing is that she, um, she, she helps heroes. She helps these super powered individuals every day in her life. And yet I think something about her tragic backstory or whatever um, has kept her. <laughs> I did. I don't mean to throw that away. No, just... just like whatever the fuck happened to her in the past. <laughs> Listen, I apologize <laughs> I can't be gentle with every moment. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what Marvel's job is for. I, yeah. Listen, when we have the, the money to actually write this, I promise I will so, treat this all with much so more. will come in and polish it up a little bit. It's okay. Um, much more respect. <laughs> like, um, like cut. I need you to care more. Can you care more? <laughs> About whatever the fuck happened to you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Motivation. So she she wants power, right? That's that's right. that's her thing, right? She she wants she's tired of um of hearing maybe she's just tired of hearing heroes complain about the the um you know the, the burden of power and she she herself like thinks like the things I could do with that power, you know what I mean? Like that that's the with her that's mind. The kind of, Right. Yeah. Someone like me, I could, I could help everyone. I could change the world with that kind of power um, for the better. Right. And that's what, that's what she thinks. Of course, she's the hero. Um, so I think one day on base or wherever they're at, um, she, you know, I, I, we plant some seeds early on about there being like a, um, a Cree fragment that was recovered from the, from the crash or whatever. Um and she goes and she uses her like access and like her knowledge of people and whatnot to kind of we see her like kind of weaseling her way into the the, the secure facility and then um she touches the the stone and it like mind links with her right mm -hmm. and it just like uh disappears into her chest i guess like it's it becomes a part like it becomes a part of her essentially um and with that I think we could just kind of go ahead and say she now boom she's got power she's got the uh the opportunity and whatnot but i think i don't know what happens this the shield like immediately like say like okay there's two routes to go this way mm -hmm. one she goes off and becomes like a classic villain and that's kind of dumb maybe two she has this power shield like says like what have you done that kind of thing and they start they like you know basically she's like i'm a hero now like i i can control this whatever it is you know because she like shoots some things off or whatever yeah. and she's like whatever this is obviously i can use it for good so put me out there i will be you know I'll, I'll, i'm a new hero basically um but then obviously it doesn't go that way what's up yeah I would also be interested in having it be more of a chaotic energy where she can't control it. Right. So she does touch the moonstone and then whatever happens, like 
she ends up not being able to contain or control this energy and it like blows a hole in the side of the base and like the energy like escapes from her. And so it ends up being like, they need to use uh, Monica to like track really? down and contain this energy. And I think we can even have some sort of um, even an interesting relationship sort of unfold here where, you know, this is someone who, wanted power for maybe the wrong maybe what they felt were the right reasons but also um you know not 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 the most thought out plan um but they're still like creating all this chaos because they can't control um what they've kind of bestowed on themselves and so there's this interesting relationship of monica maybe wanting to help them but at the same time needing to stop them that's I, i love that that's that's great um, I even thought of like, while well, you were saying that, Andy, I thought about this like line that she could say, like, there's this like face off and then like Monica's saying like, well, you helped me, let me help you. And mm. like, and then um, Carla's like, fuck off. And then like goes and like does her own thing. And like, cause I even thought, and then I thought back of like when she does uh get the power i mean there's security cameras around so everybody's like all the people are like you see this like they're like eating popcorn like you see this man like oh snap she touched it oh get get security down there and like there's like four or five guys they don't do anything they're they're not doing anything they're not doing anything yeah Yeah. my contract says i don't have to do anything until she touches that thing right they're like they just told me to watch it i'm watching it man yeah so they're like doing all that and then like they get down there and they're like what what are you doing you 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 know you can't be here why'd you touch it you're you know you're not supposed to and then that's when she says like i've been i I have this power now i can help blah 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 you don't know what you're doing get back and then that's she blasts out whole lot of the thing fantastic yeah fantastic so then yeah so then she's connected to um somehow um oh that's what it is obviously monica um is energy right she feels energy she can track energy right so there's a very specific energy that that stone was giving off and she's the one who can track it (laughs) that's right it's moon energy She felt a disturbance in the force <laughs> yeah. of energy. This whole thing is just Star Wars, really. <laughs> We're just making Star Wars. Um, <laughs> if we have, so we have Carla going off and and kind of doing her own thing. Um, uh, she's trying to control her powers, of course, um, trying to get to mentally like a focus on them. Um, where where does she go? What does she do? What's her, what's her follow up? She just hiding out? Is she, you know? Um, because that's where the movie needs to go next, right? Yeah, I don't even think, I don't know if Carla can even control it. I don't know if she can control what it is that she's doing. Um, okay, okay, okay. Here's a suggestion. So, because yeah. I want to get us off Earth. I think we've been on Earth long enough here. This well, she does that. have gravity manipulation, I'm seeing. Yes, I think she goes, the Moonstone pulls her, right? It's like mm-hmm. calling her home, essentially, right? To the moon? to the Cree. <laughs> um, to the Cree moon? To Hala. Um, Hala is the Cree home, home world. Um, and so, so why is it called the Moonstone? I don't know. <laughs> you know, more than just Earth have moons, you know, there are multiple planets with moons. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> um, 
So yeah, Earth is like the most basic of basic. Like <laughs> Jupiter has moons that are called like I don't know, cool things. Titan. And 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 uh, Earth called their moon, moon. <laughs> it's like so stupid. Um, we really dropped the ball, huh? We broke Brandis <laughs> when we named our moon. Yeah, it was really dumb. Um, <laughs> Can we retroactively name our moon? I would love to do that. Yeah, let's name it Carl. You know what? This is the most important thing we should be worried about right now, is making sure the moon has a cool name. Oh, God. Vote Andy 2020, and he'll give you a cool moon name. Do not you dare vote for me. Do not you dare. <laughs> you don't waste your vote on Andy. Goddamn <laughs> don't you dare. Okay, listen, let's get back into this, because let's go. Okay. We have a short amount of time. Um, so Carla is being drawn back to Hala, um, where she believes, you know, the, the moon, she can help, she can get control of the moonstone. Is we it have, because that, is she more powerful the closer she gets? I think it's just, thing? I think it, 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 I think the, the Moonstone itself wants to be, is being called home. And I think sure. it's, I think we're going to have like some sort of big battle in Hala or something like that. Um, mm -hmm. But I think specifically just the Moonstone, uh, um, you know, maybe it's, it, maybe it's running out of energy, like Green Lantern ring style and needs to be recharged or something like that. Yeah. I, I just realized I'm an idiot too. It's not Chansey, it's Clefairy. Ugh, I'm so idiot. dumb. Now I'm definitely not voting for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> anyway, let's continue. Um, so, okay. So, Monica is, is uh, so now she's kind of, so she's, she's back to being herself and whatnot. And I think maybe she has, she was maybe off base when, when uh, Carla was doing that, because I think maybe Carla helped her get back to her normal self. And then she went out back into the world and went to like visit her mom or something like that. So she's having a conversation with her mom while Carla is destroying the base and then leaving. And then Nick Fury's like, Hey, Monica, we got a problem. And uh, you know, she'd be I having a conversation with her mom in a diner with a certain waitress oh no come on the waitress has had has got to have moved up since then she's she's manager at least you know how tough it is to live in new york city justin wait are we in new york i think her mom lives in like adventures new orleans what? yeah i think yeah Monica's they are from... from new orleans yes okay yeah is that where they are in the movie but i figured uh if she was in she at shield base then that was probably near new york but maybe this waitress the side character waitress was like, New York is crazy. I need to go down to New Orleans. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. We'll take that. We'll take that. I'll, I'll buy that one. Yeah, so we have, an, we, we have a beignet shop. We have another Yeah, Ashley... it's not just a diner. It's like a nice, yeah. yeah. We have another Ashley Johnson cameo um where uh she uh, that's what it is uh, they're actually they're having a nice conversation and then mm -hmm. from across the way she's like um excuse me are one of you monica rambeau and she like hands them the phone and it's nick here and he's like we need you <laughs> and yep. she, yeah. she up and she says yeah. i need some beignets to go <laughs> yes <laughs> yes i'm here for it they're so good uh <laughs> beignets are just so good Okay, um, so then Monica comes back 
She's now going out. Wiping off the beignet crumbs from her hands <laughs> right, as she right. enters. Yes, of course. It's just going to be the, like, the tagline for this movie. <laughs> Beignets to go. <laughs> every, every Marvel hero needs a beignet. <laughs> and then the sequel can be titled Spectrum Beignets to go. I, I can't with you guys. <laughs> this is too much. Oh, were we telling a story? Sorry, Justin. No, it's no, I'm loving the jokes. <laughs> That's not it. I just the jokes are killing me. Um Okay. Okay. Um so Monica <clears throat> goes back, she goes, so they're like, you have to you have to track her down. Um why are they tracking her down exactly? Because she's a destructive energy. <laughs> danger. What if it's what if it's less that hey you need to go stop her? It's it's more of the fact like hey, uh, Carla, um, you know, she 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 touched this uh, foreign object and she's she may be compromised. You you got to go get her and bring her home, basically, right? Because she's she's a she's she's a part of the team. We can't just leave her out there. Who knows what if this thing's affecting her mind or whatever? So Monica, mm-hmm. you know, again, like Brandis said she helped her now it's my time to pay her back so monica blasts off with her new powers into space and she goes she's tracing the energy tracing the energy back to hala um she gets there and we have her moment with carla and i think i mean we can we can do the details in a second here but i think what happens ultimately is she gets there She's with Carla. She's like, hey, like, let me help you. I can, I can take that moonstone out of you. Like, they kind of realize she could take the moonstone out with her energy and leave it in Hala and then bring her home, basically. But Carla doesn't want to give it up, right? That's the mm-hmm. thing. And so ultimately, she... Um, uh, maybe while Monica was doing all that stuff, Carla, we see a scene of Carla getting to Hala and... They they basically treat her like a uh, like a hero. They treat her like mm-hmm. you are you are a powered one. Basically, the moonstone has chosen you to um, to to house it. I guess to be a vessel. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, do they act like the alien squeeze toys from Toy Story? The <laughs> oh. Yes, exactly. I that have been really chosen. Cool. <laughs> I have been chosen. <laughs> Well, my friends. <laughs> Brandis, you really know a Toy Story. <laughs> um, that's really good. Uh, so Hasn't yeah, watched so, the Muppets in forever. Can co- quote Toy Story like I that. Know, I know, right? <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so Carla, um, <clears throat> Carla ultimately disappoints uh, uh, Monica, and um, I think. Because, oh, okay, I guess the question is, why doesn't Monica just say, well, you seem happy here, I'll just leave you to it, you know? I think there's got to be some big battle between them, so... I think it's because Nick Fury has asked her to retrieve the Moonstone, because it was S.H.I.E.L.D. property. (laughs) Sure, but... That's like saying, like, Indiana Jones asked me to uh, to return the artifacts to the museum instead of... uh, (laughs) Instead of giving it back to the tribe it was from, you know what I mean? Exactly. Man, that's spot I don't know on. That Monica really. No, is you're right. Down. I mean, I guess she could be a flawed character. Of course, she can not, you know, think that that's a problem. But I think it's a problem, no. and I don't. No, want to that's write true. That. 
just the same way like how they did the Tesseract. Like the Tesseract did not belong to S.H.I.E.L.D. or anything. Like it belonged wherever in Asgard or whatever. Mm -hmm. So like what if um, oh man I had a thought and then I lost it. It was like wait with the the Moonstone that Carla got I'm going to need my memory refreshed a little bit. Isn't Mm -hmm. that with the Kree? Isn't yes. that Cree? So that's with their people, right? But like Fury and and all them, they're kind of like with the scroll people, right? That's correct. Okay. So I like immediately when we when uh you started talking about that, I was thinking of like the West Coast, East Coast gangs. So <sighs> like clearly like they they probably would have saw Monica and wouldn't have like want her there. So they're like, get the hell off. Why are you True. here? Yeah, huh. yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I think I think j- even if they don't know that Monica is like necessarily aligned with the with the scroll, I think just the fact that she's a again, she's coming in, she's trying to basically take uh I mean, she, she, she's they basically want to take her captive regardless, right? And so there's a moment where she's like, "Carla, help me." And Carla, you know, of course, they're giving her everything she's ever wanted in in Hala. So she she doesn't, right, Andy? I also think that um, if we want to kind of call it back to the first part of the movie uh, and also reincorporate another Star Wars, uh, they're building an even bigger weapon um, that is powered by the Moonstone. And so they, they're, they're grateful to have her back and they want to keep her there so that they can kind of put the finishing touches on this yeah. um, planet destroyer. Yeah, Andy, like they got all the are pieces. Ingenious, Andy. You just cracked the case because I think that's exactly what it is. I think the Moonstone, in the, the, that's how the Moonstone gets there in the first place, right? Because they had mm-hmm. it powering their ship or their, their weapon on that first ship. And when Monica goes and destroys it, the Moonstone um, uh, gets blasted off or whatever and it ends up on in there in the scroll ship and yeah that's how we get it in the first place right mm-hmm. but i think the only difference i would say is that um uh when the moonstone goes inside of carla i think she becomes the weapon so it's not that necessarily that they're building like a big you know just destruction death star kind of thing i think what carla doesn't realize they're treating her like a hero and whatnot but really what she is is like their doomsday weapon right mm-hmm. and so um she's the star destroyer yeah um and that's so, what it was called in that in the newer one right yeah yeah, yeah. the one that was actually a planet sounds yeah <laughs> okay it was the planet killer it was the i don't remember yeah it was the star killer <laughs> i think it was the star, star killer, killer. Yeah. Star Killer yeah. Base. Star Killer Base, yeah. That's it. Because I think Star Killer was like the original <laughs> name that Skywalker was supposed to be. I think it was supposed to be Luke's <gasps> Star Killer. Yes, you're right. Um, and then they switched it because that was like, whoa, Star Killer. a little too. Uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's not a hero's <laughs> <Okay>. name. <laughs> anyway, okay, okay. We got to finish this thing up. So, so Monica is now captured. Carla is going to. Um, Carla thinks that she has found this new home of of uh of you know worshipers and followers essentially um but um they are they ask her to go back to earth basically right because earth is the big problem for the kree they're tired of all these earthlings kind of meddling affairs and so they send her back and say like 
Like if you if you are the true champion of Hala, you will destroy Earth. And so she kind of obsessed with this power at this point. She's lost in it, I think. And she agrees and she blasts back to Earth. So now Monica, this is her like long dark night of the soul moment. She's she's imprisoned on another planet. She what is she gonna do? Um and and we need, you know, there's a there's a moment where she remembers something that her mom said to her and you know, I'm not sure what her big uh, hurdle that she jumps over here is. We haven't really, I think we focus more on Carla than Monica, unfortunately. Um, but uh, what is, I guess, what's Monica's like, what's, we only have like five minutes left here, but what's her well, big, what's her arc? What's her arc? Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, does she, uh, Carla's thing is obviously she gets lost in power. Um, but mm-hmm. Monica is, um, she okay so where does she start out right she 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 idolizes captain marvel right she mm-hmm. she idolizes captain marvel she um basically you know takes orders from nick fury her whole life and and becomes a shield agent and wants to be a hero i think i mean both her and carlo want want power right um mm-hmm. but for for varying reasons um maybe the the journey is the difference between like taking orders and blazing your own trail i feel like also that with (laughs) with what the mother says to monica it would be something that sounds so corny but so like so like right there in like the whole power and the space and stuff like every hero shines bright like a star when it's their time or Mm. something like that you know That was very corny and very good. That was uh, a <laughs> good job, Brandis. Um, That's why I was staring off in his face, like looking. Yeah, yeah. really it. channeling it there. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So it's, it's kind of a, um, she's always been a yes man. And, uh, and I don't know how that helps her in this situation. <laughs> like, does she? I mean, well, I think maybe what she has been told is like, take take this person out right um and when it comes down to it she chooses maybe mercy or self-sacrifice over assassination yeah okay kind of like yeah she like sees all this like she's been taking orders she's been doing all this and so now she kind of probably sees a little bit of herself in carla maybe but just not as power hungry so she she's gonna like use that to like break out like all of the like it's like what we see is like um like her face and then like just these voices of everything that she's been told Mm -hmm. and then like the last line be like her mom uh saying whatever to her and then like the very last thing that like really gets her like hyped is what maybe some like snarky line like maybe before carla like goes back to earth and then that just like makes her go like okay fuck this i'm out i'm breaking out and she breaks out of the prison well and i think I think to I think to go along with both of the things that you guys have just said, um, I like the idea that okay, so the whole movie she's she's she takes orders. She's very militaristic. She's a, she's like a good soldier, right? Um, and yeah, I think Nick Fury says like, hey, go um, go get go get her. But if you can't, like if if she doesn't come back, you have to eliminate her, right? She's too powerful to be to be left uh, to be left, right? 
and and that's a, that's a real that's a real Nick Fury like you know dick move, but um, that's something that he would do. So, so neutralize goes, the target. Ultimately, Carla just doesn't do it right, and then um, and then she just she, she she doesn't do it right. She doesn't uh, attack who her friend, and if for and and then she basically gets captured. She you know I think maybe we see her in like a, like like kind of like the energy. Uh, chamber that she was in before, but now she's like trapped in one, right? She's trapped in her energy form. Um, so then Carla goes back, she's going to destroy Earth, all that stuff's going to happen. And Monica is, yeah, I think like you're right, we see kind of, all, you know, a lot of her past and whatnot. But I think, I think the last line isn't necessarily Car- something that Carla said that pisses her off, but rather something that Carla said that helped her find her true self before right mm. and it's something yeah. that carla said to her it's something about like <clears throat> not losing yourself to to your powers like you are more than just your powers essentially right and so monica then thinks about like all the influential people in her life you know captain marvel her mom nick fury carla um all these people and then somehow she we see her do something that she's never done before right she actually like blasts out of the of the chamber and like like a light, she, you know, goes at the speed of light and like goes back to Earth. And she has a battle with Carla, I think, in the end. But it's not to try and kill Carla. It's basically to try and get the Moonstone out of Carla to save her friend. Because obviously the Moonstone has tampered, has, has affected her friend. She's become power obsessed and she wants to help her. Um, uh, and she basically just needs to like, you know... Uh, go clean she needs to get sober for a little while essentially um so monica is basically fight you know we had this big battle at the end between spectrum and moonstone uh like in space over earth basically um and in the end i think spectrum defeats her by you know turning into energy and maybe uh like going inside of like her like person and then like expelling the moonstone from her that way or i don't know something mm. something kind of crazy that we haven't seen her do before um cool. so because we got to wrap this up so i'm going to say that the the moonstone then um or does she uh, go does she go inside the moonstone and like bust it open oh that's even like, better yeah yeah, yeah. that's the even- energy is so powerful that we kind of get to that ending that you were talking about where yeah now her energy is kind of dispersed a little bit and we um she's not there at the end of the movie right monica right so then yeah i like that i like that a lot so she goes inside the moonstone just destroys her and it uh carla is saved by the you know scroll spaceship nearby or whatever and um and she she comes to and she's of course like imprisoned but i think maybe her mind like is is right a little bit and she realizes kind of what she was doing and there's a bit of like a little bit of a redemption arc that could go on for her thanks to what thanks to the sacrifice monica made basically right so she didn't die in vain essentially but monica the fallen soldier in space carla in prison but um uh you know working on rehab essentially right and maybe we end carla's uh bit with a psychiatrist coming in and helping her. I, I would very much like a, a mid credit scene to be her on the couch and then we pan out and it's Professor Hulk being like, ooh, interesting. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> um, and, uh, Love it. 
and then the last, you know, the end in credit. So the, I think the end of the movie, we have her mom receiving like, you know, her, uh, like the flag or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe she's not, I don't think she's like mourning because I think mom knows she's still alive out there somewhere. Yeah. And she looks up and she sees like, it looks like a shooting star, but it's mm-hmm. actually like a streak of energy shooting yeah. across the sky. A little, little spectrum of light, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. And she just smiles and that's the end of the movie. And then we have Carla with Professor Hulk. And then the, you know, I think the final credits is, uh, we see that one shot of her blasting, you know, she's kind of human form again. And she's like, where the hell am I? And then right. vision like helps her up and he's like, let me give you a hand or whatever it is. And then it's, uh, <laughs> and then it's WandaVision. Yeah, yep, you have like at the very bottom, like it says, like Spectrum will return in WandaVision. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Okay, yeah. we did it, we did it! Yay! That's a good movie. Yeah, um, yeah. This is very good. Mm-hmm. Um, sick, okay, well, uh, cool. Thank you, Brandis, for um, uh, being on the show. <laughs> I hope you had a good time. I uh, did, it was so much fun. Awesome, Brandis. Well, uh, is there anywhere that you want uh, to, uh, where can people find you, basically? Um, I am mainly frequent on TikTok, so I, oh, you can find me on TikTok uh, at afro, A-F-R-O underscore glam rock. Um, nice. Yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. awesome. Um, Andy, we got to get on that TikTok game. <laughs> that's, that's all you, buddy. I just, uh, well, yeah, I guess... Yeah, I need to figure um, it out first. So, um, and you can find us not on TikTok yet, uh, mm. but you can find us on uh, Instagram and Twitter at MC Who Podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook at uh, The MC Who Podcast. We have a Facebook group. Um, it's pretty active right now just because of our contest. Don't forget about that contest, people. Um nope. The details will be all over our social media. I'll put them in the link on this uh, on this uh, episode as well. So uh, make sure you go do that. And uh, hopefully, you know, one of these next episodes will be about you. Ooh. So um, until next time. I'm Andy. And I'm Justin. And thanks for listening to our Cree Fable. Sounds like Cliff Fable. Cree Fable. Oh, God. <laughs>so wait okay it's clefable clefable is the evolved form of clefairy and it sounds like cree fable yeah no we just told yeah i got that i got that much get it justin yeah it's just leave all of this in so clefairy turns into clefable using the moonstone correct so does that mean that in some sequel somewhere carla is going to evolve into an ultimate version of herself (laughs) yeah Spot on. She'll she'll grow a bigger pink tail. Um, Yeah. We're done recording. Yeah, we're done. Oh, we're done. (laughs) Oh, we're done. Oh, we're done.